Welcome back, everybody, to This Is Gonna Hurt, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Before we get started tonight, a big shout-out to the big Mats for, uh, he picked up one of our shirts. We sent it out to him. Yeah, woo! You're the best! So, uh, like, any shirts. If anyone, <laughs> we, have, we have shirts. If anyone's interested, like reach out to us via email and we'll talk to you about getting you one of those. <laughs> and then also we want to shout out to Jackafus and Small Cosmos for leaving us five-star reviews on iTunes. Uh, that support, you. great. Thanks Love. guys so much. Give me a wild back. <laughs> a while back, we reached out to you guys on Twitter asking to submit questions for this beginning portion of, of our sessions. And we got a response from at uh, happy to be Ranga on Twitter. And it was, um, what is your one story or setting that you always wanted to try running in a RPG? We haven't really played any like of the like D&D settings that are more common. So uh, we're just going to kind of stick to the... Uh, story world thing for oh and i don't go yet (laughs) we we go all the way around so you'll hear back from me in a little bit but to start out we're gonna throw it over to steve hi guys this is steven i play a little gnome cleric wizard named brimley (laughs) i was waiting for it it didn't happen that's okay there it is um so i guess my favorite story that i would want to play or run a session in is probably the Harry Potter universe story because um, we saw Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them last weekend, which was awesome. Thanks to Owen for taking me to that. So I think that that would be that because I want to run around with the wand and cast things at people. It wasn't it, a date though. <laughs> it, it was a little bit of a date. It was a little bit of a date. <laughs> <laughs> so that's me. You want the Thanks. coffee, honey? <laughs> hey, I'm Jeremy. Uh, I play Lorthmar Theron. I'm a level four Eldritch Knight fighter. The question kind of confused me a little bit, but you know what? I am going to go for the Pokemon universe. I have been waiting my whole life for a Pokemon MMO, and it just doesn't doesn't seem to be happening. I'm pretty disappointed. Somebody told me to download one online, but it looked kind of sketchy, so I stayed away from it. They gave you Pokemon Go. That was it. That's oh, all please. you're getting. <laughs> please. Ooh. Hate my life. Ooh. Hear the venom in that. Yeah, right. <laughs> so... Through the use of editing magic, we just took a bathroom break for myself. And during that bathroom break, Craig did some freestyling, and it was pretty tight. So I'm actually going to award him a green uh, inspiration token that he can use in the game. If you're lucky, when Steve is editing at the end of one of the episodes, maybe he'll throw in a little bit of that freestyle, a little snippet, uh, just to kind of wrap up these episodes. So I'm Owen. I'm the DM. And if I had to pick... A world to play in because, because, like the guy said, uh, for the most part, we kind of just anybody who DMs, we just kind of mix and match. And I mean, I've I've seen like a city from Eberron, and I've been like, oh, that's really cool, and I've kind of just stolen it and things like that. But but for the most part, we just kind of mix and match and make our own worlds as we go. So I'm I'm torn because last week, me and Steve did go to see Fantastic Beasts. We're gonna find that love Harry Potter. On the other hand, Pokemon came out yesterday, and I'm wearing an Alola Region shirt. Um, but I think I'd go with Fantastic Beasts because it's like Harry Potter meets Pokemon because mm. Newt Scamander's trying to catch them all. True facts. Um, so Harry Potter World Universe 1926. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, definitely in America. I also want to throw in the event that we went to for this uh, pre-screening was 
thrown by J.K. Rowling's company called uh, her uh, foundation called Lumos, and you should check them out. I'm not going to waste your time telling you about them, but it was a really cool organization, and they're not paying me to say this, and I wish they were, because <laughs> I love them so much, but you should check out Lumos, because they're a great foundation. Peace. Hi, everybody. Um, it's Craig. I play Windog Thesis, the Dragonborn Bard. Any campaign that I could play universe play and it would be star wars because i'm a huge star wars fan and i'm just so excited to see rogue one the new book came out catalyst read it read it it's good i probably won't probably should <laughs> okay if well. you care about star wars can't you read mister no <laughs> can't you read <laughs> i want to pet the kitty <laughs> What? You keep the, what? Hey, what you, you keep the money. You keep the money. <laughs> but Susie, Susie, I'm hungry. I'm but what about my sandwich? <laughs> what are you talking about? Susie? <laughs> what Arnold, man? What don't I know? Oh, uh, no, I know who you're talking about. I'm back. <laughs> uh, it's me, Alex. Uh, I play Korath, the level four Goliath Paladin. I guess if I had to pick a world to kind of have an RPG in, I, even though I was terrible at the game, I really like the StarCraft universe. I would, I would probably, I'd like to, I'd like to play in, in there. You must construct additional pylons. And that would be, that would be like, you turn a corner and there's a pylon that needs to be constructed. <laughs> the DM Zerg rushed me. <laughs> you six fooled me. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, so uh, with that, I guess I should give it back to the man in charge. That's a lot of responsibility. Owen, what do you got for us? So to kind of bring us back to where we left off. We left off abruptly the last time we played because we were a little bit crunched for time. Sorry about that. So nah, it's all good. Everybody had to work the next day, it felt <laughs> like. Um, so just to bring us back to where we were, I mean, these are four adventures. I'm not going to you know, say too much about what's going on in the story. I really recommend you just go back and listen to the previous episodes. Do it. So these guys are in a desert. We've got a dragonborn, a Goliath, a gnome, and an elf. They're in a desert. They've got some friends with them. Toko is like a old hunterman, fisherman, trapperman that they met along the way. Calligraphy (laughs) enthusiast. And they're with Oboth Kashet, one of the 12 hands of the monarchy. He's uh, not our friend. He's a character. <laughs> and they just defeated two young adult blue dragons in this desert. They're moving towards something. They're not totally sure what it is, uh, but they're moving towards something. And where we left off, Korath was unconscious and the dragons are dead. So take it away, guys. Quick question. What's up? Is Korath stabilized or are we doing that? Because. <laughs> I mean, the encounter's over. Right? Right. The encounter's over, so... We took care of that. You've got okay. time. You, let's Unless say, you guys want to leave fir- me to die. The first thing you do no. is probably right. stabilize him. Right? Okay. So yeah, he's okay. stable. Okay. okay, so pick up from there. He's not awake. He's stable. We could just take a short rest and he can... That uh, is I true. Roll I'd, some... Let's sleep in the desert. Word. I was you want to take, take a short rest or a long rest? And we short rest, he gets a, a, D, a hit die. Hit yeah. Die. <laughs> well, he can have four hit die. Yeah, four hit die. And I can roll hit die, and you can play Song of Oh yeah, Rest? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone gets an additional D6, I believe. I believe in miracles. All right, so while you guys are figuring out all the details, we'll say that you guys hang out. Oboth actually just kind of goes and stands off kind of by himself. He actually had to use more juice, 
more power than he anticipated using right off the bat. So he kind of goes off and he Wait, so just kind of sits by himself. I got an additional D6 for yeah. my... Okay, cool. What's the what's the name of the song you're playing for them? Um, I was thinking about that, actually. It's um, Requiem of Sand. Requiem of Sand? Yes, I, I say it Makes Requiem. sense. Requiem? Yeah, I'm weird. Okay, it's okay. the Requiem of Sand. Oh, dear. Can you give us a, a snippet of that? There's so much sand in my boot. It really bugs my toe. And then all right. everyone's just like, I should check my boots. And then they do. They get all the sand they, out of their boots. They get all the sand out of their boots, and now they don't have to deal with that annoying so they, feeling. They feel emotionally revitalized because they're like, how is that feeling that was making me so bothered? So Oboth, after some just kind of quiet contemplation, he comes back over and he says, we should... If everyone's fine, we should probably keep moving. Uh, I don't, again, I, I don't know exactly where you're going, because you haven't really told me, but we should, we should, I'm, I'm keeping, we should keep moving this way. I'm actually meeting someone here. Well, I mean, we don't really know where we're going either, right? We're going. No. Um, wait, who has the map? Uh... Cora? Yeah, I do. We are, yeah, we're heading north. Yeah, we are heading to the X on the map. Okay. I'm assuming, like, we're, like, there. You tell him that? Uh, No. Oh, word. Almost forgot about that. So we just kind of peek at it. All right, we do have an endpoint. Okay. So we're going to look at the map and say, all right. So where, where he's pointing in the same direction that our X is? No, he's he's going. To- you wouldn't know. Yeah, we, we don't know. All right. Because you're in the desert. That's true. Yeah. So can, theoretically, you could have. Going the opposite yeah. way, or something. At this point, or, yeah. or going, you know, going in a different direction. Right. Um, Anyone looking at the map? Can you? Would you be able to tell, like, how far we we've gone? Gorth like, is a cartographer. Yeah, I do. Right? Have, I, I have those. Those. Tools. I think. I think. Then you more than anybody else would get the gut instinct that you haven't passed it yet. Yeah, you haven't passed it yet. Right. Just based on the distance you went from the riverside town. Cool. Um, how many days you've been traveling? Things like that. You, right. You, right. You pretty sure you haven't passed it yet? All right. So he. Uh, Joker, are you ready, ready to go? And, and so then you, you know, he begins walking in the direction. You've pretty much walked straight into the desert, and you've just been walking straight. Okay. And, uh, yeah, he starts walking. While you're walking, does anybody have any anything they want to do or talk about or questions for anybody they want to ask, things like that? Yeah. Lord Thamar. Yes. Can I speak to you privately, please? Do you want the guys to cover their ears? Yeah. Oh, okay. all right. Steve, Stephen, <laughs> and Alex are gonna cover their ears. Hey, um, I know this took a long time, but I'm really, really sorry for what I did in the dream world. I, I don't mean you harm. I'm, I don't know how else to put it. It's I, I'm just really sorry. Do you say anything? You want to just walk away? Do you want to? Um, your choice. Yeah, I'm trying to. Mm. Some wounds are too deep to heal. I understand. All right, so which one of you walks away from this awkward encounter first? You walk away first? I hang back. All right. And while that's going on... (laughs) Do you want want Jeremy and Craig to cover their ears? No. Okay. (laughs) We just sit here and just chat. chat. (laughs) What'd you do today? (laughs) While that's going on, Korath is just walking alongside Brimley and being like, Brimley, I was always curious about something. Did you always know you were really short? Or was it like something that only dawned on you when you came out of the forest? 
pretty secluded, but people did like walk into the forest to trade stuff. So we didn't know that they were like the average out here. We thought maybe it was somewhere in the middle. You're too tall. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. (laughs) Anything else? Any other conversations want to be had? No. All right. No, I'm good. So Oboth kind of just stops abruptly and turns around and says, wait a minute. Now that I think about it, where are the four of you going? (laughs) What reason would you have to go into the desert? Hmm. A stone pointed us here. Okay. (laughs) Just didn't do that. That's what we wrote on the map. And I don't remember what that means. A st- so you said a stone pointed us here. Yeah. All right. So he that says, well, well, of course, I assume that a stone would have pointed you here. I mean, that's just how most adventures start. But, but I mean, where, where, do you, where do you think that, like, what, are you looking for anything in particular? Wait, wait a second. You say that's how most adventures start? I feel like taverns are pretty universal. That's what I've heard. Taverns. No, when I first started off all those centuries ago, the magic stones. Stones? <laughs> Tell me where to go. Well, we've evolved, haven't we? And it was Apparently right. Not. And it was right over a tavern. That's when I met my first adventuring party. <laughs> They're all dead now. That's unfortunate. Well, well I'm immortal. I mean, you know, it happens. Did you kill them? I don't like that silence. <laughs> um. Don't ask, don't tell, little gnome. Yo, I am sexually fluid. <laughs> I forgot. Don't say that. You say that? He said, oh, me too. You're not my type, though. I'm not my type, bro. All right, this is good. This is good. Morath is going to kind of interject and be like, yes, the, the, the stone that was in the Riverside town, we were in a trance and we somehow... It told us to come to this location. Mm. We're just investigating that. The Nothing only, else. The only, the like only landmark I could think of that used to be here would be the Tower of the Wind. But I, but you're saying a stone? Mm, I don't know. Hmm. That right. sounds right. And he keeps walking. Because I wanted to, I like. Unless you want to ask him. I didn't know, but I didn't. I didn't want to like we. He doesn't know about. I know. I understood yeah. your reasoning. Okay. Good. Yeah. What's up? Um. Can I use message on Korath really quick? Mm-hmm. I do a subtle point, like I'm, you know, grabbing my shoulder, trying to think of what to say, and I point at you. And I like that we describe how we point at people when we do message. <laughs> I do too, actually. I just enjoy that. Style point. Um, but Gotta I, paint the picture. But I say to Korath, ask him about it. Maybe, we can, maybe you can say that we saw it in the dream world and we took it as a symbol. About Ma- the, about, the about, Well, I can't communicate back. No, you get, you get a response. Oh, you get a response? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Just By the way, we're probably also not using message right. I think there's some limit to how many words you're allowed to say. I just don't care. <laughs> because, <laughs> because who cares? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you, this tower. Uh, what, uh, is there any history behind it? Are you familiar with it? Was it here before the sand came or was it? Oh, of course it was here. The, 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 I, they say the Tower of the Wind was here before even the people came and inhabited a trune, some relic of a previous civilization. That's just what they say. I don't know if it's true. But yes, the, the rumors of the legends of the myths kind of go that, that long ago there were these four, um, how would you put them? I don't want to call them portals because that just sounds funny, but they're kind of like portals into the elemental planes. And so somebody built these 
monuments to kind of enclose these portals to keep them from uh, bleeding into the material world. That's just what they say. Could be all nonsense. Whoa. Okay. And we keep moving. Sweet. <laughs> um, end of the day. <laughs> I to- summon Bonzi. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bonzi's back. Is it San Bonzi? Oh, yeah. Oh. This is the first time I've gotten to really oh. summon Bonzi and be intelligent. Not intelligent, but pa- more powerful than I was already. So Bonzi before was just like a weird little owl. I don't remember what kind. I don't think we ever settled on a kind. I think we said we would leave it to the Twitterverse. And then we never did that. And then that. I didn't do that. Yeah. I'm a scrub. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we still have to decide what shape of owl he would take. Mm-hmm. But from this point forward, whenever Bonzi gets summoned, he's literally going to be summoned of like the material that we're in like the environment. So because we're in the desert, I'm going to have a little owl made of sand. All right. So whatever kind of owl he... Right, so if we, we were in like marshland, he he'd be like a swampy But it'll have like the color thing. and texture of right. like a desert. All right. Is it like running sand? This is such a minute detail, but like is sand like kind of... Like is it like falling off of it? Is it yeah. actually made of sand or does he still resemble like a solid owl? Like almost like in... No, like, I feel like if he got like Almost like in, in like, like Naruto when they make like a, like a sand clone or whatever, it looks just like a normal person, but then when it gets hit, it just bursts into sand. But it doesn't, it's not like dripping sand right, or anything like right. that. Right, yeah. I feel like if he got hit, like sand would fall off, but he's not like, he's right. solid made of sand. Got it. Okay. But he looks like, he, he doesn't look, he looks like he's made of sand. Though. Right, yeah. Okay. He doesn't look like a person and like sand on the inside. Just all sand. Right. Sand everywhere. Oh, so, so he's, so he literally looks touch. like, he doesn't, he's not just like colored light brown. He literally looks like right. solid sand. So he's like the shape and everything of the oh. owl, but just everything is gotcha. sand. Okay, cool. I, think I, don't know, city, I don't know how he flies. I Magic. think city city Bonzi will be cool because it'll be made of like cobblestones. Mm. <laughs> oh man, true facts. That is true. Or and garbage and poop because sanitation <laughs> is a thing. <laughs> Sanitation's oh pretty good. <laughs> so just to be clear, the mechanically he's still just an owl. Mm-hmm. The the textures and things that's just right. for flavor. Just, okay, cool, yeah. very cool. All right, so yeah, you, you go to bed and and you just keep moving north. You don't, you know, you've got this hint. You have this glimpse of a hint, really, as to what might be the only thing in the desert, but. You just kind of keep walking north, and a couple days later, you, in the distance, if you, you don't have to roll me a perception check, but if you want to roll me a perception check, you can. We'll see who sees it first, but you're all going to see it at some point. 16. Get a 9. 21. I, 21. Did you roll your I did not roll my portions. I was waiting so for it would to be a, something. It would be an 11. Okay. <laughs> So Lorthamar would be the first to see it, and then in the order that you just told me those numbers, um, that's how you'd see it first. And uh, in the distance is just like a small tent, big enough for one person, and there's a little campfire outside, and that's kind of what you see in the distance. And there are some vague shapes of like people and things like that too. How how big is this tent? Can we tell? Like, is there anything to scale like, it to? It's like a one or two person tent. Okay. Okay. A little campfire, and then maybe some um, things that look like people. So before we hit that, I'm going to just roll my portents really quick. Just okay. to have them stocked. Ooh, that's a three. Thirteen. Can I ask you something about your portents? Hit me. Is it like when you wake up in the morning, you look into your crystal ball and get glimpses of the future? Or is it like, you know, it's like you dreamt about it last night? No, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like I sit there like when I wake up and I... I stare into the ball and like contemplate the day to come and I get little flashes. Of from the, from your orb. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
So you rolled your portents. Anybody else want to do anything, or do you want to just approach the tent? Korath picks his nose. <laughs> That's Ow. some flavor text. <laughs> Wait, does he eat it? No. Oh, it's not flavor text. Oh. Just text. <laughs> how far away is it? Like how many feet? However far is necessary that you're not sure if it's a person or just like a pile of something laying on the ground. Hey, Obo, you know anything about this? Did you say Obo? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, let me, let me, and he puts his hand over his eyes and he goes, Oh, I know who this is. Let's go. And, and he this. walks. Who is it? <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not. It's not. It's not of us. No. Okay. I'm. I'm down to. So he starts going. walking. Yeah, yeah, we go. We who, who is it? It's my brother. I told Brilliant. you I was meeting somebody. Around. I told you I was meeting somebody. <laughs> like actual brother, or like brother of the twelve brother. Like you, I would, I would probably call him a brother from another mother. Okay. Probably because we don't, we don't have the same mother. Okay, it's very logical. I agree. Um, why, why don't you want to stop? I mean, why just leave him? Want to say hello? We're, no, we're, we're going, going to, to the tent. Oh, we're going. To, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought he's like, oh, let's go. I'm like, no. <laughs> like, like the desert. Let's just blow right past. I, that's exactly what I thought Nobody was happening. I'm sorry. It's, it's Oboth. He'd be like, no, I don't want to talk to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, let's go. All right. He's psychotic, not a jerk. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, uh, no, he's a jerk. <laughs> so you, you jerk. get closer and closer and closer, and you yeah. see somebody laying. You know, just laying on the sand. Maybe there's a blanket down. He's got his arms behind his head like this, just relaxing in the sand, really. You smell something a little funny coming from the tent area, all right? Uh, he's, a little, he's a little wacky, all right? And, uh, yeah, so you see this, this man. He's got, like, beige-ish pants. He's not wearing any shoes. He's not wearing a shirt. Um, he's very dark-skinned. He's got very dark brown dreadlocks that are kind of, you know, just kind of strewn across, you know, it's not like in a ponytail or anything, just kind of like strewn across, he's just laying down. They're not, they're not really long dreadlocks, but he's got dreadlocks. And the, the two most notable things about him are, are these things. On his right shoulder, he's not wearing a shirt, on his right shoulder is the Mark of the Twelve in yellow, really stands out against his dark skin. And then for the weirdest thing, the most bizarre thing about this guy is his chest. Because on his chest are almost like bones protruding from his skin. It's almost like, um, I don't know, like I, I can't even think of an animal that does it, but some animals have like surface level bones um, that like grow either on top of their skin or like right below the skin. And so he's got these bones that grow, you know, so they're not like growing out of his ribs. It's just, they're like floating almost. And they're in the, a rough shape of like a sun. That's cool. And so he's just kind of relaxing. Sounds painful. And he, uh, no, I think, uh, I don't think so. I don't think it's painful. It's almost like, it's I mean, almost you like, did invent him. So like you, you could tell. It's almost like, <laughs> I, think, I think alligators not only have their scales, but like they have surface skin, surface bones. Okay. As kind of like an extra layer of, of toughness. I think I could be wrong. There's a species of frog that breaks its, breaks a bone in its arm and pierces it through its mm-hmm. skin and it uses it to stab things. That's pretty That's dope. Welcome to the science podcast. <laughs> That's pretty dope. 
And so crazy. (laughs) And so, yeah, so there's this little campfire set up. You see a pipe laying next to him, some smoke coming out of it. You see a bottle of uh, like thick, it almost looks like mud sitting next to him. There's a small bottle of very like uh, see-through bright green liquid. And he's just, and he's just sitting there relaxing. And when he hears people, he goes, wait, wait, who's, who's, who's there? (laughs) <laughs> hey, Oboth, what's up, brother? And he he stands up, and he and Oboth. Why did I put these two characters together? It's gonna be really hard. And so Oboth, <laughs> guys, um, and so Oboth says, oh, "Hello, brother. How are you doing?" And he talks very slow and condescending, like, "Dude, it's great out here, man." Like. You see this around us right now, man? I just figured I'd give you guys a chance to interject if you want to interject anything. <laughs> What's your name, buddy? Dude, you're a gnome. What's up, gnomes? Oh, <laughs> there's only there's only one of him. Oh. Not What's up, gnomes? <laughs> he and he gnomes. he goes, he, reaches, he reaches the two for the two his two bottles. His card. He says, "Oh, sorry, I don't know which one of these I was hitting last. I see in." Lots of gnomes. What's up? There's just one of you. I want to talk to the middle one. What's up? Not not much. How are you doing? My name is Solus. Solus, I'm Hi. Brimley. Hi, what's up, man? Not much. How are you doing? And so Oboth interjects and um he goes, um, this is so this is Solus. And he's kind of like um holding back a chuckle at the absurdity of this person that he knows. Um and he goes, He's the, um, oh, forgive the phrase. <clears throat> He's one of the high priests of Belengran. And he looks uh, up and he goes, I Sorry, sorry, Belengran. And then he looks back down and he goes, they call him the light of the mountain. How come? <laughs> I don't know. And he puts up his arms yeah. and he shrugs. And he goes, yeah, man, that's, that's true. My throat is Solus. destroyed. Why do they call you that? Dude. Because this one time I was like on this mountain and I I made some light. And that's how, how much and, light was it? And dude, it was a lot of light. Would one say it was lit? Oh dude, it was so lit. And he and he reaches down and he grabs for the tiny little green bottle and he takes like a like a little swing. And he wants some. I kinda do. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you'd be you'd be you'd be messed up though. <laughs> Do you want I kind of do. do you want <laughs> Dude, middle gnome, come on! <laughs> I need water. <laughs> what would make him shut up? Hey, uh, apparently it make me talk way slower. So just to clarify, you've stumbled upon this, you know, apparently really powerful person, but he's kind of this like surfer hippie guy, super tan from laying out in the sun, uh, you know, dreadlocks and things like that. Is he like... Brain, his well, I was gonna say his brain baked, but um, <laughs> well, that goes without saying. Um, but like, it's being out in the sun for all this time affected him as it, well. It could, it could be okay. Could be. You, why don't you roll me a uh, like a medicine check a me- if you want to diagnose uh, okay. exactly what made him this way? That would be a twenty. A twenty. Twenty. Um. So. With a 20, I'm going to say you recognize the smell and you know <laughs> what it is and you recognize the green liquid as absinthe and you recognize the dark brown liquid as... Is it Morglorp? 
No. <laughs> as, as, Does he have spiced yeah, potatoes? That was good, though. Was good. It should be more glorp. Now we can't do that. You recognize the brown liquid as ayahuasca, which is like this root soup that like is used for like enlightenment. And so you probably think that it's mostly the drugs that are making him this way. I mean, he's out. He's literally just laying out in the desert sun, which can't be can't be good for your brain either, I guess. But you, you'd assume it was just the drugs. Okay. So this is still this is intended for a mature audience. Yeah. <laughs> now there's drugs. Uh, My now bad. There's drugs. Um, child death wasn't the. the <laughs> it was it was drugs. Child death, drugs, and rock and roll. <laughs> Pushing the line, um, so what would happen if Brimley was to take the pro-offered absinthe? Are you trying to ask me mechanically what would happen? I will not tell you. Okay. Make a choice and I will. Brimley, if he's, if he's like handing it like uh-huh. out, Brimley's going to take it and take a swig. All right. How big of a swig Hippie. will like, you determine? How, how big is the bottle? You said it was a smallish bottle. Like, yeah, it's, like, it like it's, about, it's about the size of a, of a beer bottle. Oh, okay. About yeah, I would just take like, like a shot. You want to take a shot? I'll take worth. a shot. Shot of absinthe here. All right. So Brimley with, might have a problem with. A, <laughs> he actually might. This is been, this is what's going to happen with a shot's yeah. worth. You're going to get a plus two to your spellcasting ability, Ooh. but a minus two to your dexterity. Okay. So for you, that'd be either intelligence so, or wisdom, depending on what you're casting. You'll get a bonus too. Okay. Because you're like. But my decks and so my AC is going to You're like seeing the universe a little more clearly, I guess. Gotcha. But you're, you know, less in control of your actual body. So you. you okay. Know, a negative two to decks, but a positive two to your. To really your might start thing. carrying around some absence. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. So, you, yeah. I think, I think Brimley really does have a problem. This is not <laughs> sending a good message. Kids, if you're listening, alcoholism is a real thing. And we, uh, we don't. Uh, be like, be like Lorthamar. Just don't drink. So, yeah, so you're a little, I mean, you know, if you want to slur your words a little bit, you can. That's your own choice, though. We'll uh, I won't say you have to. Yeah. All right. So, where, where are you guys going? We heard that there was this Tower of the Wind somewhere, but. I'm oh, weak. dude. People used to go to the Tower of the Wind all the time before this turned into a desert. But now nobody goes there anymore. So that's cool. You guys are going to Tower of the Winds. Do you know right. what happened here, though? Like, how long have you been here? How long have I been here? Oh, you know what happened? I came here because that desert is, is like, it's expanding. Do you notice that? It's expanding, man. And so, do you see that? Do you see that little sh- the shacks over there? Did you guys stock up where that, uh, the little, it's not even a village, Oh, yeah. The yeah. Little house, four little houses. So, I mean, I came because they're worried that it's getting really close. The desert, I mean, not the village. That can't move. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, but the desert's getting closer and closer. And I think this is just what Bellingrad told me. I, he told me that in like a week, the desert is gonna, it's gonna catch up to this village. And that's like not good. I mean, like, you could just take the village and push it somewhere else, you know? <laughs> really? I mean, oh, we, maybe, live, we live in a world where, like, you can fold boats. Dude. Maybe I'll go tell them that. Mom, That's bro. a sore spot. I'm, so, <laughs> maybe, I'm sorry. Maybe I'll go tell them that they can just pick it up and move it somewhere else. I mean, it's probably <laughs> easier, though, and better to, you know, find out why the desert is expanding. I heard to do that spell, though, you need dried starfish. <laughs> And I don't know where we're going to find that in here. Yeah, no, it's, you'll find a lot of dried stuff, but not, not starfish. Yeah. 
Maybe there, there's a guy named Rick nearby, and if you give him a pat down, then. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, so, all right, does anybody have anything they um, want to ask specifically? Wait, oh, uh, he does. He does seem to know. Right. What? Some stuff. Wait, wait. He's enlightened. He's ex- like the, de- <laughs> like, much like the desert, his mind is expanding. I was going to say that. I, I was going to say that, and I didn't. Where, when, what, when was the last time you went to the the Tower of the Wind? All right, so I just want to point out, every one of you heard that the way he did it. He said, he heard, hey man, um, when's the last time you went to the Tower of the Wind? (laughs) And the way he responds, it's going to sound like, um, yeah, I was there like, mm, I don't know, two weeks ago. Yeah, it's still there. That's what it sounds like to you. To everyone else, it's like, I mean, like. (laughs) <laughs> two weeks ago, probably. I think it's like two weeks ago. Yeah, I don't like to hang out there too much because lately, super weird. But lately, there's been all these like earth monsters, and they're like they're not like coming out of it. It's almost like they're trying to attack it. And I'm like, I just that's too much of a hassle for me. I oh. never know when I'm going to upset Bellingrad, and he's just going to cut my magic off. No, I so. I get that, man. Um, do you, do you know, though, where, the, there's no road. Where are the trucks going? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Where is the truck? <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Let's keep moving. <laughs> Dude, welcome welcome to the Batman. These drugs are slowing us down. <laughs> <laughs> these drugs are really slowing the story down. I don't know. Where, where is it? How do we get there? Do I, I go this way? <laughs> Great reference. Um, that was the ayahuasca episode. It was the it was the ayahuasca episode. Ayahuasca. You're right. Yeah. Um. So he goes. I mean, you, you're probably just gonna want to keep moving, and then you'll just you'll start to see it because it's like a tower, but it's also like on a mountain. The fact that you can't see right now is actually pretty weird. There's a lot of haze. I like haze. But there's a lot of haze from the sand, I think. It's blocking the vision. So there's like, it's a mountain, and then there's a tower. It's the second tallest mountain in Troon, man. So you, you're going to see it if you just go that way. I just want to tell you. What's up? I, I really appreciate what you're doing here. Hey, man, I, don't, I haven't known you for very long. But, dude, I love you. I, I got to <laughs> be honest, man. I think we have a thing. Yeah, and yeah. then Oboth pipes up and goes, mm, very fluid. <laughs> <laughs> you're just mad you're not my type. <laughs> um, and so, uh, scattered around are, you know, just stuff, and Oboth says to him, um, brother, you wouldn't, you wouldn't happen to know, um, I'm, I'm looking for, and he, uh, the other guy cuts in, are you looking for the dragon? Dude, it flew overhead like, like two minutes ago. So like, you can tell he's, you know, it's not really two minutes ago. <laughs> so it's like, you, you can go that way. And he just points off in a totally different direction. So basically like, he tells you to go this way and it's like a fork and he tells Oboth to Wait, go the other way. Can Brimley translate that <laughs> amount of time? So like when he says two minutes. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So Three what? hours and 41 minutes ago. Thank you. That's how long ago. That's not too much of a 
But I mean, it's flying. Light of the mountain thinks that. Yeah, he doesn't have a last name, by the way. Soulless light of the mountain. That's just his name. Doesn't because you guys had a hard time with Kashet. So this guy doesn't have a last name. <laughs> Does he have so, a name? <laughs> so soulless. Oh, Obaf Kashet was two names. Yes. Oh, I thought it was just one name. I was like, <laughs> Kashet's a family name. Right. I mean, it's not really, but you know, it's the name he gave himself. I guess. Sure, sure. This is all stuff you wouldn't know. Yeah. So what's the other names you so, don't know yet? <laughs> so soulless. Mind if I ask a question? Um. Oh, wait. Who are you talking to? Solus. Oh, Solus. Toko's here. Um, oh, oh, I forgot about Toko. Toko's been un- uncharacteristically quiet, and that's my <laughs> own bad. I have too many, too many voices in play right now. Toko. Um, yeah, you hear in the, you're in the distance. Toko. He's just wandering around the campsite, just checking things out. Look at this <laughs> oh, rock. And, and, and whatever, whatever in your mind, uh, like the highest moment that this guy did, Toko goes, and that's why Toko don't smoke. Okay. <laughs> Unless in a previous episode he did, in which no, case, he didn't. no. Oh wait. I think he had a. He might have. I think he had a. Pipe. I think it was like one of the first things he did. Was he like might mean. He might mean. You know, a certain yeah. kind of stuff. Anyway, so you say to who? He's very conservative. Solus. As I as I say, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Were you here the whole time? You're huge. I just thought you were like a mountain in the That's distance. That's what I was saying. He's so big. And he gives you a high five, but it's really slow. He wants to give you a hand hug. You know how to give a hand hug? Yes, the other hand. Wait. Okay, oh, right, so this one? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this just happened in front of me. <laughs> I feel more uncomfortable than I'm willing to admit. Um, what's the deal with, um... What's wrong with your chest? Korash <laughs> uh, <laughs> has been sitting there staring at it for the last 10 minutes of conversation. <laughs> like, his face, his face, he, like, he missed the whole conversation. His just face has just been like... I'm just waiting... <laughs> I'm waiting for the response. Well, I do like 10 push-ups like every five minutes. <laughs> nah, he, he knows what you're talking about. He goes, ah, oh, dude. So have you ever heard of the 12 hands of the monarchy before? We're a thing. No. No? All right, let me tell you then. So <clears throat> he, he's, he's kidding. Please go on. Go oh, on. is he kidding? I don't know. You're not kidding. I, I guess you You don't, don't look like a kidder. Uh, no. Okay, That's where so. he gets you. <laughs> <laughs> so when the when somebody becomes one of the twelve, we do we make this like contract. It's magic, and something always changes on people. So like, wait, Oboaf, can you smile? Oh, and he like <laughs> smiles, and he goes, "See, he's got he's got eight pointy ones. <laughs> what a freak." <laughs> <laughs> Damn! What's Aegisar's deal, dude? Have you ever seen somebody have white hair like that when they're like look like they're thirty? That's he's a freak too. But chest bones, that's cool, man. Like you chose chest bones. It's a sun, <laughs> and he rubs his chest. Was it painful? I mean, Oboth, was it painful for you? And they both kind of look at each other. There's like a real serious connection. And they're just like, and they look away like they don't want to talk about it. Yes. Um, anyway. Mm-hmm. So just to clarify the directions before. Uh-huh. So he said our tower was in one direction and then the dragon went in a different direction, right? Uh-huh. I kind of 
want to fight a dragon, but we almost just died. So let's go to the tower instead. Yeah. <laughs> we this is this, is this is this this part part of the story is where you grind until you are a higher level. <laughs> Maybe we should uh, camp out here and take a, a longer rest. I'm on board. I'm down for that. You guys can like camp out here tonight if you want. I mean. All right. Okay. We're going to set up camp. Sweet. Anybody want anything? And he kind of gestures to his stash. I'm good. <laughs> nah, you're good. You look like someone. He points to the left. Right? You don't look like you drink. You should drink. I was always told to uh, stay in school. <laughs> you you got to go to school, man. What are you like? A, like a king? Nobody goes to school in this place. <laughs> School's I'm, lame. I am not from this uh, this land. Oh, I word man. Cool. All, All right, right, so, so we're gonna go to sleep. Drinking's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you gotta you go to sleep, and it's the morning, and you know. All right, Solus is gone. Oh, tent's gone. All right, Oboth's still there. I'm assuming I'm not still happens. What oh, I'm assuming, like you can you can off. keep your portents if you want. If you don't like them, you do have the option I, I to re-roll can, them. I will re-roll them. Okay. I feel like I get better. But I'm assuming the absence wore off overnight. Oh. Yeah. You only did a shot. Yeah. It, it definitely wore off. Oh. But. Uh, Ten. Yeah, and buddy. Next to your backpack, Brimbley, yeah. is the bottle of absinthe. Ooh, he's going to slip that into and his you, backpack. And you can tell there's probably, by the roughest of estimations, there's probably like that swig you took. There's probably mm-hmm. six of those. Six of them. Okay, cool. You Got also would assume that the effects stack. Mm. So okay. you'll be sloppy, but angry. But on the ball, apparently, right. somehow. Somehow, my mind is just going to be so clear. I'm going like, to see the universe, but I'm not going to be able to, to walk two steps without tripping. <laughs> right. Okay, I'm just, I'll stand still. Like him. He was literally laying yeah. in the desert because he was... Can you imagine just bringing yeah. laying on the ground, just casting chromatic orbs? Just be like, <laughs> well, that's when we guys stra- like got this. That's when we strap Brimley into Korat's back. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, to the chest, like in one of those baby carriers. Surprised you guys haven't done that yet, to be honest. Um, all right, so yeah, Solus is gone, and uh, there are there are some like sticks in the sand laid out to be arrows to guide you to where you're supposed to go. Okay. And so Oboth was awake. Did he wait up to say goodbye? And he said, um, he's he's gone. What? I couldn't tell. Oh, wow. We're stuck with you. <laughs> well, that's not very nice. I'm pretty sure like only a few days ago, I brought actual literal meteors down to save you from a dragon. Like like literal meteors. But do you ever worry wait. people are nice to you because you can do that? Not because they like you as a person? Wait, wait. Can you show me that trick again on the gnome? I don't. <laughs> before he, before you say that, he gets out. Um, I don't see a difference, and then he hears that, <laughs> and, and he smiles at you. He doesn't say anything though. Okay. He's not gonna kill. Look at Cora. He's not gonna like, do four hundred damage oh, to the level four. No, kill, you don't. You, you don't have to. Wait, kill what him. is this about meteors? Only maim. <laughs> oh, you were. Oh, out. you were out. <laughs> You can fill them in later. You yeah, can we, say that we'll, you fill them in. We'll say we it on the, the trail. We meteors. <laughs> so he says, well, my friends, if you intend to go to the Tower of the Wind, see, then it's that way. I will bid you a fond farewell. Um, it has been a pressure and an obligation. The pleasure <laughs> was all yours. Mm. 
Ta-ta. And he begins to walk off. Thanks, bro. Say hi to Cold Miser for me. Is uh, Toko coming with us? <laughs> Toko's going with you. <clears throat> yeah, Toko. Now he can get a voice again because <laughs> the other characters are gone. 